Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. Who are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. And Music. podcast about things you actually care about hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things too what did we just become best friends yep maybe a little too much yes that's awesome the talented one chris machete that no talent ass clown became famous and brenton you know that guy from your other favorite podcast i liked it i was good at it so grab onto the handrail and don't let go this is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Woo! Here's CM and BD. Just like that, the fancy wow. intro ends, and we have a show. What's going on there, Chris Machete? Welcome hey, buddy. Uh, to our buddy uh, Scott here. How you doing, man? It is the Kids on the Escalator podcast for a Tuesday night. This is regular Scott. Hey, what's going on? How's everybody doing? We're doing all right, man. We're doing all right. Thanks for coming on, pal. We're hanging out. Thank you for having me. Chilling out. You got yourself a fancy podcast uh, uh, called Take a Knee from Marvel versus DC. Yeah? Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's ahead. a cool. I'm sorry, little, uh, you were giving me a great intro, and I cut you off. What am I doing? Please continue. Yeah, it's all right. But that's it. You're taking me for Marvel versus UC uh, versus DC, and of course, uh, tonight's topic is Marvel versus DC tonight. So you're, it's you're only- the perfect, perfect guest, perfect guest, perfect guest for this thing, man. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the show, Scott. Tell us all about you, man. What's going on, buddy? I appreciate it, man. This is your boy, Regular Scott. I'm from the Take and E from Marvel vs. DC podcast. And uh, over there, we just like to give our perspective. We are a couple blurs, me, myself, and my co-host, the uh, Uncle Oz. He's also on the Take and E podcast. And uh, a couple black nurses giving our perspective on things. And everybody's got a different outlook, a different uh, perspective on things. And we just like to give ours. These are conversations we had on our own. And we figure... Why not let the world in on the questions that we have, the ridiculousness that goes on? So uh, check us out on Twitter, knee for Marvel vs. DC. And uh, I'm really excited. Again, I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, no problem, man. We're always happy to uh, nerds unite, as Chris and I say often, yep. <laughs> to get going. So right. uh, we have this Kids on the Escalator podcast. We cover, you know, uh, music and comics and wrestling and movies and tons of different things on this thing on a weekly basis on the Dean Bondell network. And uh, we always like to bring our nerd friends along with us for the ride. Anyone that shares our space and, uh, and we welcome you to the show. So thanks buddy. Appreciate you coming on. Brent, you still there? I am. I had a little tech issue. Go ahead. Again, okay. Buddy. Then we're back. Okay, great. Sorry. Okay. So here's what we, so, you know, going, going back to the beginning, um, cause I'm an old dude. I've been collecting comics for a long, long time. Let's let's take a look way back in the day. So we've got the the uh, Action Comics number one, April eighteenth, nineteen thirty eight, the first appearance of Superman. There it is, right there. Right now, this is actually the most valuable comic ever. Uh, an eight point five went for three point two five million. 
And, you know, that was slabbed as well, but it was an 8.5. So that is that is basically the beginning of DC's, DC's superhero charge right there. And if we go to Marvel, um, well, Marvel Comics number one came out October 1939. And uh, that was Human Torch and Submariner were in that one. The one that we're seeing on the screen here is Amazing Fantasy number 15. Because it is kind of the one that would run against Action Comics number one. Some would say Fantastic Four number one. But for price and value, you would go for Amazing Fantasy number 15, which is the first appearance of our good friend Spider-Man and, you know, and, and Peter Parker and, and many others in there. And uh, that um, is going, you can get, that's like a 1.1 million. So, so if we were going off of what the most expensive comic book would be, uh, DC would win that right off the bat. Like if, if we were keeping score here, as far as the most classic comic and, and, uh, you know, value wise, uh, Superman, the first Superman action comics wins. And, and it's the most expensive comic, you know, ever. well, naturally uh, I'm a DC guy. Right? So that, and I'm a DC guy. So that makes me very, very happy. What about you, Scott? Am, <laughs> Are you DC or Marvel? Uh, I mean, DC seems to kind of have that, 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 that pull on people. Even now, people are clamoring. There's a good percentage of people clamoring for like a Batman movie or a good Superman movie or uh, however you want to break it down. Like people are excited for the Aquaman sequel. There's there's an excitement level. And there's only, we're going to keep giving you opportunities because we know you're going to get one right. We know you're going to knock one out of the park. You're going to give us another Dark Knight here soon. So. Uh, I just think there's something about DC that people are just consistently drawn to. And Marvel obviously has it because, you know, the fan base they have. But look at what they they had to build that off of 10 years of good faith. And now they've got the good faith. But DC has kind of this, you can almost, we're going to keep giving you chances, kind of pull with the people. Yeah, we're running out of chances, though. I'm a DC guy, and I'm waiting for them to get it right. The Dark Knight was the only one they got right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I didn't mind Man of Steel, either. Go ahead, Chris. We'll hit the movies here in a bit. It's just uh, to So, um, Scott, do you, re- do, you what, uh, do you read comic books at all as well? Uh, I do. I, I like to read Nightwing. Uh, Dick Grayson's been probably my favorite character since I was a kid. I grew up with him. Nice. I feel like I grew up with him, at least. You know, my... My uncle got me started with him in the Robins, and then I kind of moved up with him in the Dick Graysons and the different kind of iterations, 52, Rebirth, and all that. Um, so mm-hmm. he's always a favorite. Uh, I kind of dived into the Green Arrow a little bit. It didn't keep my interest like I wanted. Marvel-wise, I don't really do any kind of weekly readings. I more will pick up a graphic novel if I hear it's good, like um, the latest X-Men, X of Sword. Uh, that one is one I've picked up and read, but, you know, but... Marvel's not one that I really keep up with weekly. And I don't know if that's just because I was brought up on DC, but DC is kind of more what I do weekly. Right. Right. And you're the number one, like the, the, the biggest uh, selling comic nowadays, new wise is uh, detective comics, which is DC as well. So they're actually like comic wise, they they're, they're doing well. They've done well. And uh, it seems it depends what I guess uh, they, they get more of the adult readers, too, I would think DC Comics does. But as far for as far as like back issues and stuff um, is is uh, the, the series Hush that Jim Lee did was fantastic. Um, sadly, the cartoon was horrible that they did. Um, really bad. <laughs> I can't remember it was on Netflix or I saw it on <laughs> on Prime Video. But the, the, the cartoon version of, of Hush was terrible, which uh, it doesn't usually happen. DC's cartoon movies and TV shows are usually really well done, but this one wasn't. But uh, is, do you have a favorite DC uh, storyline? 
Scott? Um, so one one that always sticks out to me is the Battle of the Cow. Um, that one always, because it's really when Dick Grayson takes his rightful place. At least I, yeah. I thought where he should have stayed for a while as Batman. So right. that one always sticks out as, as an early favorite. Nice, nice. And Brent, you like, I know Brent likes the death in the family, right? Correct? Uh, yeah, I've been a, a big proponent of that series. I mean, I just think it was so perfectly well written and... Uh, it was such a, you know, someone have a comment on, there was no death before, like the death Robin was kind of like this big, it was such a massive moment, you know, and I just, uh, they captured it so well, the race for like the, which print you got, I think I have the green cover, but there was like, I think the red one was the first print, there was just like all of this, get this rush, everyone was talking about this, the death of Robin, and I just, I, I always love revisiting it. Now, of course, Chris just turned me on to the boys as far as graphic novel stuff, and my little guy uh, loves Captain America, and there's a new um, graphic novel series on uh, Captain America right now that he's reading, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So is, what is, it old? is it, is it like a bunch of, uh, the issues? Yeah. Put together in a yeah. They, they, they basically took this story, this, this story that's apparently takes place. Um, I want to say before the Avengers, but it's pretty cool. Mm. It, it's, it's, yeah, I found it down at the comic place down in Vancouver. It was really awesome. So, um, they made a, they made a, an X-Men one and a Wolverine story as well that they packed into it i wish i had it with me i, I forgot to bring it with me today but yeah it's a, it's a pretty cool series alex is loving it so nice well the the death in the family one was done really well in uh in the cartoon and the movie genre that dc did that scene where the joker is just hitting uh jason todd over and over again man it's just wow and they basically redid it to a t there um so. yeah well there's an animated one was that the one that's on netflix What's that? Is that the one that's on Netflix? As far as there's a net, there's a Netflix one right now that's uh that's uh Death in the Family that you have to buy. I think or oh, sorry, that not, could be it. not Netflix, sorry, on uh, on demand. Sorry, Scott, you're saying you can't hear right now? I think Scott's having a bit of a tech issue there. Okay. But um just hit your settings again, buddy, reassign and you should be good to go. Um but the uh yeah, the the uh um the Death in the Family is on purchase right now on uh, on demand, I think. But it's like 17 bucks. And oh, my like, gosh. Oh, I, I, Whatever. I, like, or maybe yeah. It was the Red Hood I watched, but it had that in there. And it was really good, though. Like, really good. Some of those DC cartoons are amazing. I saw a Batman Samurai one, too, I believe it was. It was really decent. DC they changed up the animation. Oh, we got you. We got you. Yeah, there you are, buddy. It's almost like the anime one. Yeah, that's that's a that's a real good one. Um uh man, the uh, the the kind of in-game one they did, um, Apocalypse War is real good. Um, that's a good one mm-hmm. to kind of throw a loop for everybody. But then it has the cop-out finish with the Flash, so that's always an easy. We can fix anything. We can pretty much do whatever we want. They've always had that in their back pocket, so they use mm-hmm. that pretty well. Um, that's true. Yeah, right? the Batman ones are all. They all have a lot. One, the Killing Joke is terrible because uh, you know the you know Batman and Barbara Gordon have sex with each other, and that's just one of the worst decisions that's ever been made. <laughs> In DC, mm-hmm. period. I mean, yeah. it just completely changes the relationship of of Batgirl, Batman, and Jim. And it's like, what, like, what are we doing? Like, what what exactly is going on right now? Like, I, yeah, just a baffling movie, baffling movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of, there was another one, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. The the graphic novel was way better than the uh, the cartoon movie as well, which was unfortunate because some of these are like the graphic novels, the Batman ones are so good. 
And then uh, I, I look forward to seeing them portrayed on, uh, you know, so you can kick back and watch them in cartoon form. Because I'm not going to do all of them in uh, in uh, natural with real people. So I, I so look forward to seeing some of them. Some of them let me down, but for the most part, DC is really good with their with their cartoons, especially adapting them from the comic book segments, which uh, Marvel's had a little bit of trouble doing. But so if if we move to the movies now. Um, the first, uh, it, this, is, this is funny too, because the first DC movie was in 1942 and it was the adventures of Captain Marvel, which wasn't a Marvel character. It was a DC character. This is Shazam I'm talking about. Right. And there it is right there. Black and white. Let me just click this off my screen. Perfect. There we go. Yeah. Um, and there he is. There's Shazam right there. So that was, that was in 1942. So that was the first DC movie. Captain Marvel, then, 10 uh, cents, 10 cents. Look at that. October 20th. Yeah, that's awesome. Huh? Yeah. That's how much action comics was too. It was 10 right. cents. And the Spider-Man one was uh 12 cents. Holy two cents more for the Spider-Man one. Right. So anyway, so yeah, so there's a, and then Captain America came um, two years later in 1944. So that's when we started to have all our movies from, from our, our competition here with each other. Right. And of course we've got Endgame with one of the biggest Endgame's one of the biggest producing movies of all time. And it was funny because I was looking at the number wrong when I was chatting with Brent earlier. What did we say it was good? It was like 200. How much? What was the number, Brent? It was like 300 uh, billion or whatever it was. What was it? 33. You said 300 million, but it wasn't. It was like 300. Like it was like 3 billion, billion. almost 3 billion. Look at that. That is nuts, which is that's crazy. So out of the top 10, the only one that's closest of DC to number one is comes in at number nine and, and it's Aquaman. Strangely enough, I thought it would, I didn't think it would be Aquaman, but it was Aquaman that, that came which in. Which disappoints so, me, which disappoints me, I must say. But anyways, but I think well, it's the time that we're in. So yeah, the Batman, uh, well, the, the Dark Knight one with uh, Heath Ledger's the Joker's phenomenal. That's just such a great movie. So here's my one thing, because now that we're talking about the movie, Scott, here was my, or is my, my biggest problem with a lot of the DC stuff is they seem like they don't, it's almost like the X-Men movies. They don't want to commit to a continuity or a certain universe that's going on like to see what they did what happened with jack with uh with zack snyder's movie and in my opinion the black and white or the not the black and white, but the, the the snyder cut is phenomenal i thought it was fantastic i really enjoyed it um but I, I my personal view on dc movie is that they just can't get the continuity right and it looked like they were just about to here with all the shoot off movies i don't know what's gonna happen now um so what's your view on the on the movies there scott what are you saying pal so, I, I mean, I think you, you you just spoke on it right there. Part of what made Christopher Nolan's trilogy work is because he was able to tell a full story. Um, yeah. Batman Begins is just like the title explains. It's, it's where he begins. You see him go from Bruce Wayne to becoming Batman. You get the full story and mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to get that. And then the Joker and then the story with Bane, you wouldn't be able to get all of that in one movie. You know, you ha- you need time to do that. So that's a trilogy. And that's why that was able to work. He was able to tell a story and lay this out. And and if if they would overreact to Zack Snyder's movie, um, man, uh, not Man of Steel, but Batman vs Superman, the overreaction right there. I think if you let him continue his universe, like you said, the Snyder cut worked out really well. I mean, he had time to think about it. Let, let's let's give him that. But he he knocked it out the park. So what can you say? And I think if you let him build his world like he was going to, you can obviously make changes on the way, but to completely scrap the world and start from, and just start over, it was just such an overreaction 
there was only so much you could do with a, a, a mungled up world like that. You know, when you pretty much take everything and say, we can't do that. We got to completely start from the bottom. So yeah, you hit the nail on the head. You have to let these universes and worlds build by telling good self-contained stories, but let it be a part of a bigger world. And don't be afraid of embracing that comic book side. Beautiful. Beautiful. What about you, Brent? Yeah, I, I'm frustrated as hell. Because I really thought, uh, I, I liked Man of Steel. You know, I, people took shit on it, but I thought they did Man of Steel. Um, I liked Henry Cavill. I, I think he's fine. Um, I liked everyone that they cast. Like Russell Crowe, everyone. Um, Kevin Costner's dad. I'm like, all right, if you're going to start again and kind of reintroduce people to this DC world. Um, I guess the only the issue was at that time with Christian Bale deciding not to continue on and then kind of going in a different way. They needed a new Batman, and um, obviously the the hit back on on Ben Affleck and all the rest of it. I really didn't care. I was again in, in continuity. I'm like, let's make it happen uh, together. And it's just so frustrating when you see like how well like the Mandalorian came together and how much how much rope they were given to work within the Star Wars universe and Marvel. How much rope they're able to work within that universe and shape and shape and DC. And we had. You know Ken uh, Lashley on before, and he was talking about the t- the difference between the two boardrooms when you're planning out a movie. Is like yeah. the Marvel guys are like swinging off the fucking rafters, and it's a giant party, and the DC guys are like, "Hey, wait a minute, we, we can't Superman. It must be blue, and it must be blue and red, and that's yeah. what you know." And it was just like a totally different thing, and it's so frustrating because Man of Steel I thought was a great start, and I thought, yeah, sure, they're behind Marvel a bit, um, but they're uh, they're behind Marvel a bit, but um, they they're playing catch up. And if they do it right, it, it can coincide. But they they messed it all up. I'm I'm very frustrated. I'm very frustrated. So the, the X Men do the same. The X Men did the same thing. Um, you know they're going to fix all that shortly with the X Men though. That that's coming. Um, hopefully it started all with the Scarlet Witch type deal. Uh, but uh, yeah, the continuity with with the uh, a lot of the DC films. But it, it looked like Zack Snyder was going to fix all that because it looked like he had. This uh, a futuristic movie coming in. It looked like he had a new Batman movie coming in. It looked like he had a solo, he had a solo, solo Flash solo movie Flash coming movie in. Coming in. Um, um, yeah, I hear you, man. It was frustrating. Good. It was frustrating. The the Snyder cut yet? Cut yet? I don't have curve <laughs> or crave. I haven't been able to watch it yet. <laughs> so, okay. what about you, Scott? You see it? Can you hear us? I don't think he can hear us. I'm getting a, I'm getting a, I'd have a hell of a I'd delay a going of a through delay. mine right now too. How about that? <laughs> it's all good. How about now, Scott? Can Checking you hear one, two. Yeah, we're good. Can you hear me? I got you, bud. So we're, we're asking about, yeah, we're asking about your, about the, um, uh, the, the, the Schneider, Schneider cut, man. The Schneider, Schneider cut. cut. Yeah. Did you like the Schneider cut? Oh, I lost him again. The wonders of the internet. Did you lose me? I'm still here. Yeah. Oh, you're still there. Okay. So the Schneider's cut, Scott. What, what's uh, what are some of the things that you liked about it, opposed to the the original cut? I, I like that they actually gave. I mean, it's going to sound you know like everybody else, but Cyborg being the heart was a big part of it. Um, I I'm gonna tell you what I didn't like that I was kind of hoping would have been explained yeah. and fleshed out a little bit more was Martian Manhunter. Um, I don't think the reason that he just sat around and did nothing all this time was really talked about or even 
touched on enough. I, I feel like that's something that deserved an explanation for someone being as powerful as he is. He's arguably outside of Superman, probably Wonder Woman. He's the most powerful one. I mean, he's got incredible abilities. Even Superman says he would give him problems. Um, so I, it, I needed an explanation there. Um, but as far as things I liked over um, what we got in Justice League was The Flash. I, I enjoyed him having this realization of how powerful he is but how dangerous it is at the same time. That's very mm -hmm. important for somebody like Barry Allen, who is a legit, I mean, he's, he's pretty much a genius in the DC world. And for him to be able to put that together and you see, he's got a good grasp on his hand on his speed force because he's done it before. You know, he said he would promise he would never do it again. And that's a key phrase in there. So um, I really like that the characters that were made out to be jokes, afterthoughts, um, I'm glad that they were given more of a story and, um, obviously dark side, that's a big part of it, but even Steppenwolf, you know, you kind of understood why he had this, uh, magnitude of why it was so important for him to do it. And, 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 uh, he, he kind of looked a little bit more deadly until Superman came through and the black suit looked good. Um, I was kind of hoping that was Supergirl in the hologram instead of Superman. I think that would have been a cool little touch. Nobody would have saw it coming, but um, it, it, a real good. The nightmare sequence is what left me most excited, and that is kind of what wow. made me most upset because we can't get anything out of it. It's just it, you left me with all that, and it looks so good. And like, there's so many stories that could branch off from it, <laughs> and we can't do anything with it because it's done. So it kind of made me mad, and it was my favorite part. How that's it's such an oxymoron. Mm -hmm. I thought one thing I thought was cool, you know how at the end there they were showing uh, the Batman and the future Joker getting along. I mm -hmm. thought that that looked too young to be the normal Joker. I think that's Jason Todd. Cause that uh, like the bat Batman looks really, really old. The Joker should be aging along with him. Doesn't seem like he is. He seemed a little younger. I think that was Jason Todd. I think that like, I think there's a, if not, wow, what a great story that that could have spun into. So I'm with you on that, man. It's like, that looked like such a great story that could have came out of that. Um, so I, again, like I, I do, uh, buy, buy, I buy way more Marvel comics than DC comics, but I buy a lot of comics. So, uh, but I, I loved the Snyder cut and I, I loved what he did with wonder woman as well. Made her so badass. And, uh, I think it was Steppenwolf that had the chain armor that would like, that would kind of breathe almost. Wow. Like some of the effects in that were fantastic. The fact that he didn't get maybe two movies out of those, well, because he could have split that in half and had something really cool there. It's it's pretty sad um, the way that went. But I did enjoy yeah. watching it here at home while I was drawing in my office. I thought that was great, you know, to take it all in that way. And I, I guess I don't need to watch it now. You guys just broke it down for me, so it's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, you, you're way behind, man. You only, you only I'm get so like behind. Certain, I'm so behind. I got to get the. You only get a little bit of grace period, and then you're on your. I own, know. Man. You're on your own after that. Yeah. So. So going through all that, like, you know, uh, especially when you got a pod that, uh, is there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So like when I define, like, see, I, I'm never one of those guys that's like, you can't like Marvel comics and like DC comics, you know? And, and I hear, I hear rumors that, uh, I was talking to somebody today and they were saying that, uh, there's rumors that Disney's going to buy up DC comics now. Like all those products, man. And you know what it reminds me of though? It reminds me of when Vince McMahon went what we were with that. That that sucked the life out of wrestling, man. When Vince went around and just started douching everybody. So 
I actually, I like having the choice of Marvel and DC and even dark horse and, and image and oh, image. I love image. I'm, I, I want to work for image one day. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I love having all these varieties to choose from, you know, and wrestling, I, I was ECW and the, the death of ECW is just, I, that was horrible to me, but see, that's if, if, I, I like to have the option of all those, those different things. So I've never been one that picks one or the other, but uh, it's funny. You go through the things here. Like, you know, as far as you go as the classic comics of value, DC's got is winning the battle because they got the, the most valuable comic. And they also are selling their uh, detective comics as the highest selling new comic. So they've got them there with comic books technically right now. But if you look at, like how many comic, how many titles are selling in the top 10, you'd probably get more Marvel ones in there. Right. And if, and the same thing, if you look for the value, um, if, if you look at the value of uh, the difference between the two, like 33.25 mil, 3.25 million for the action comics, number one compared to 1.1 million, like, holy smokes. But if you did the top 10, there'd be more Marvel in there. Um, and then if you go to the movies though, then we switch it around again because then Marvel has the edge on DC, but it's funny because uh, to me, because all Marvel's done is really just really religiously said, here is the Infinity Gauntlet story. No, we can't use Silver Surfer. No, we can't use the Fantastic Four. And the X-Men's not going to be in there. But look what we can do with this movie. And they did it. It was amazing. And it shot off all these other movies that tied in to this final against Thanos. And and, and you're only as good as your, your villain, as I said, as I mentioned, too, which is another, uh, like, I thought Thanos was fantastic. I hope... Uh, Marvel brings in Galactus or somebody here next, like a proper Galactus. Uh, but going to DC, that's a, like a Batman movie, man. You get the right people in there and you're going to hit gold because of his, his uh, rogues gallery, man. Uh, their villains are fantastic in, in the Batman. Do you have, uh, Scott, do you have a favorite villain uh, that's that, that should be brought up that isn't like the Riddler or like, you know, the Joker or, or, you know, somebody, is there a lower level villain that DC could bring up that we would all love, but we just don't know it yet? So a villain that I've been very high on and probably when I was first introduced tonight, when like I said, as a child, she was actually the main villain in this comic. And that's Lady Shiva. I think you okay. could bring her in as somebody uh, coming in who has heard about this Batman who's supposedly the best fighter in the world because Lady Shiva's whole, de- whole deal is she is the best fighter in the world and she will go fight whoever, you know, stakes claim to that or if there's anybody even in the rumors of that. Because in that mm. comic, she was fighting Connor Hawk at the time, who was Green Arrow at the time. Um, right. So I think you could easily bring her in. And then you don't have to kill her. You don't have to arrest her. But she can get away. And, you know, I, she she's somebody you could bring back later on. I mean, she's a character that you can just have appear throughout different movies just for d- various reasons. Just because she's heard that you are one of the best fighters in the world, I'm here to test you. I think even if she's not your main villain, she's somebody who would be fantastic to bring in as a, a side villain or kind of as a, uh, a character who kind of helps Bruce Wayne take it to that next level as far as his martial arts goes. Because as far as the hands, I mean, she... She's the best in the world. She's the best hand-to-hand fighter in DC. So she's somebody who could easily be elevated. And I think people would latch on to her very quickly. Nice. So where would you bring her in? Who, what, like if, if you could pick her to come in in like a Flash movie or a Justice League or Batman or, or, or a, a Nightwing movie or what, what, where would you bring her in? 
Man, I see, I would do a Green Arrow movie and I would actually mm-hmm. have Connor Hawk be taking the mantle. A little very similar to the story because Connor Hawk is one of the top five. Uh, it might even be top three martial artists in D.C. when he was at his heyday uh, before the new 52 and all that. So he's a character I think you could also bring in. You can have an older Ollie, an older Dinah Lance, and you can have this younger Connor Hawk. Uh, you know, kind of learning the reins. And that'd be an easy way to bring in Lady Shiva without her having to be the main villain. She's just somebody that Connor Hawk kind of has to match and, and equal just to prove his worth. So if I had it my way, I would bring her in on a Green Arrow movie, an older Ollie bringing Connor Hawk in. And you could even, if you want to, you know, go for the shock value, you could kill Oliver or Dinah Lance, you know, or Black Canary. So um, yeah, I'm bringing her in on a Green Arrow movie. Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, did you watch the uh, well, the other thing to leading up to it? So what do you think of the dynamics with uh, Damian Wayne in there now and the way he's, you know, treating everybody around him like Dick Grayson and that, that kind of thing, like Nightwing? Are, are you into, are you seen, are you privy to that? Uh, I mean, I, I've always known he's a dick and he's the reason he died in injustice in the injustice storyline by some BS. But uh, w- what has he done lately that has Dick Grayson up in arms? I, I'm a well, Dick Grayson guy. So, you know, this is going to hurt my heart, I feel like. No, well, he's 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 leading the Teen Titans. Right. So and there's like a like Lobo's daughters in there now. And it's like this this whole crazy team. And and he's just uh, he's he's trying. But uh you find out he's not because he's tricking the Titans to do his own kind of he's t- he, at the beginning of this, the, the new Titan series. He's taken all these criminals and he's created this this huge jail for them. And he's he's taken the criminals down with with the Teen Titans and say, yeah, they're going to jail. But he's, he's holding them all hostage. So that's the Italian <laughs> little Damien, right? That's so, the Italian it's, coming out of him. It's, it's crazy, though. right? Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I, I think he's pretty a cool dynamic to it. Now, I loved the Teen Titans TV show, man, like. I, I thought that was really, really good. Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, uh, the, you're talking about the animated one, right? No, no, uh, the the show, oh, Titans, sorry, Titans, just Titans. Oh, Titan. oh, yeah, Titan. very big fan of Titans. That's the best iteration of Dick Grayson we've ever had live action. So I, Dude, I, I had how good, how good was that series, man? So um, I loved everything about it, especially the second season, man. I thought it was just fantastic and dick grayson man the evolution of him and the demons in his noggin the way they're showing i thought the actor was fantastic um what else i mean like the way they're heading with starfire because i have those issues where she fights her sister and everything like i have those issues and it really looks like they're sticking close to it which is which is fantastic too and the way uh changeling uh they're turning to turn him into uh monster killing people Mm-hmm. Wow, because Gar's such a nice kid, right? You know what I mean. Um, and Raven, the stuff she's going through. So I'm just, I'm just spewing out all kinds of cool stuff from that Titans TV show. Um, Scott, what did you like about it, buddy? Man, I, I like, I really love Dick Grayson. I thought he was great from the very first episode. I mean, once he put the Robin suit, it was almost like a switch went off, and he went black, and he. he he really moved very quickly. Um, some of my favorite episode uh, from season two is, man, that's that's a, it. It was going to be the Nightwing reveal. You see, I, I'm a wrestling guy as well, and one of the things you don't nice. do on somebody's big return or somebody when they have a big gimmick change is you don't job them out on their first match. This you can't have Nightwing show up with the new suit, the new weapons, you know, looking fly. He's got the new swag yeah. to him, and then not beat Deathstroke, or at least have him run off and lose this battle. 
you can't have this guy get saved by Rose. I, I did not like that. I was so mad that they took mm-hmm. that moment from him. And and I, sometimes you just got to let a man shine. And you've been letting this yeah, dude man. build this up. Like, we've been waiting to see this for two seasons. We've been waiting mm-hmm. to see this Nightwing suit for two seasons. And now we get it. And he takes an L. I, I wasn't happy about that. And, but everything else I really enjoyed. It felt like the finales weren't complete and the season premieres were almost the finales and the season premieres at the same time. They felt like a finale first. I, you know, I don't know if that's something they did intentionally, but that's kind of the weird. vibe I, I was, got from them. Yeah. At the beginning of season two, um, you almost forgot what all the details that happened at the end of season one with, with Raven and her dad and everything and everything getting all crazy in that little uh, cabin there and whatnot. Right. And I remember when it kicked in, I was like, okay, wait a minute, what's going on? Oh yeah. Like, Robin's uh they're all being controlled by him and yeah that, that was that was weird that they, they I forgot that they did that um I, I love crypto how cool was crypto and I did not think they were gonna have crypto in there did you no I I, I didn't see that coming and I, you know it it's always good to have a great canine by your side you know yeah, and, and, and yeah. he's gonna be fantastic and Superboy was good uh I, I sound like I'm not liking the show but didn't like no, no, what they okay. did, no, you guys, uh with Wonder it didn't like what they did with wonder girl you know like the way you you, you kind of she shouldn't i mean that was a weak way for her to go um but mm-hmm. well I'll, i i have a feeling she'll be her and raven will be doing some some magical voodoo and we'll be seeing her again but really enjoyed the show i i, I really liked uh, hawk and dove i thought they were both very well cast um yeah. they fit the, the mold they fit kind of the description the body language was there uh jason todd was actually really good i was worried he was going to be too much of an of a dickhead but he actually turned right? out to be just the right amount of a dickhead so uh, <laughs> been spot on. I, I agree with you his screen time man yeah. like every time jason todd was on the screen he exuded jason todd it was great i love when he's standing out the window and he's seeing the like the floors go by and, and he's such a badass though too right that he's trying to act like he doesn't give a shit and doesn't hurt his feelings whatever but really he's just like just great i love like see i again i'm i love characters with layers um you should hear me rip apart some actors on some of some of the shows we do scott you'd, you'd get a real <laughs> kick out of it uh, I, i'm i'm pretty bad dude like yeah i'm pretty i'm I, I get the teeth out but uh i thought that the acting in uh in titans is really good really right i really like i thought jason todd whoever's doing the casting on that <clears throat> excuse me is like nailed it and dove that actress i've seen her do other things and it's, it's just funny. You get the blonde wig on her, you get her in the costume of, of Dove, and it's like, wow, who is that? And it doesn't, she doesn't look the same. It's just, they pick perfectly for her. And uh, Hawk as well, man. Like, I, he, I, I Actually, uh, Edge could have played him, I thought, the wrestler, um, Adam, but uh, that he the, whoever whoever's playing him is doing a fantastic job. So I guess we are getting in season three, the Red Hood. So we'll get, uh, Jason Todd's probably going to get the Joker beat down. And then we're going to get Starfire's sister coming in from the other planet. And uh, I can't remember her name, but uh, anyway, they're going to have a big battle. Barbara Gordon also be coming. Oh, and Barbara Gordon's coming too. Dude, so this is going to be great. Like, I'm really, what what, what are you looking forward to most, Scott, for the season three? I'm actually curious to see if they're even going to do some type of beatdown or if we're just going to get him being the Red Hood. You know, if he literally just throws on a Red Hood over top of his Robin costume and he's the red hood. Cause I, I don't think it'll be, I, I'm, I'm very curious to see what they do. Cause I just don't think it'll be the Joker. So I, I think somebody else is going to get that moment as far as being able to, 
endure the wrath of, I guess it's going to be Dick Grayson, who's going to be the one to come after him and have to decide if he's going to kill or not. Um, Because I I can't see them doing this all for Bruce when this whole story has been built around Dick Grayson. And you know, like you said, uh, Starfire and Blackfire are going to have a huge confrontation. So that's coming. Um, So I'm very, that's going to be a very interesting uh, point to see what and who is going to do that. Because whoever does that is going to end up kind of always being in the backdrop of we got to get this guy too or girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting because Marvel take liberties here and there with some of their lesser known characters and they usually, um, they usually pull it off. Well, Um, uh, Mandalorian. Wow. Like they're, they're great. Uh, uh, Filoni is amazing at taking these lesser known characters and making them, making them so, and I'm a big, I'm a big advocate of that instead of creating a brand new character to fit a shirt, a certain, uh, a hole that you're looking for. Um, take someone that's already been created because there's so many hidden gems there uh, that, that, that they could be using. Um, and, and I'd love to see more of that happening. But uh, yeah, that's so that's that's good. So are you back with us, Brent? No, he's not really with us there, Scott. So <laughs> we can't hear Brent. That's all right. So so Scott, I can't hear me either. That's all right, dude. Um, so I think Scott, you're, you're my new co-host for the night. And uh <laughs> At this right, point, I'll try my best. Try my best. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, bud. So that, that was awesome, dude. That was awesome. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I, yeah, so I guess we're going to move on to the news and stuff right now, but we still can't hear Brent. Brent's not uh, Brent, Brent's using a new program, I think, for this. So I think we're, what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to uh, say what he's saying. Hey, look at me! Look at my hands. I wish I could grow my beard longer. I need a new pair of glasses. <laughs> oh ha ha ha! That's what he's doing. I want some coffee. Losing? Oh, he's losing his mind. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's perfect. That's perfect. So any current events going on, Scott, in the uh, in the pop culture world, comic book world that, that we should be aware of? Uh, well, you know, the Eternals uh, kind of full, full-ish teaser was released, and uh, they told us absolutely nothing. And uh, I, I didn't see that yet. Yeah, so did, tell us about that, because I haven't seen it yet. So, so I haven't seen it yet, though, so you, you know, you that's what they're saying. Really cool. Right, go ahead. No, no, I, I was talking over you, buddy. Oh, Go ahead. You, you get a lot of just really cool imagery and, you know, a lot of cool backdrops and you get to see everyone. And it's kind of like an introduction of, I guess, where the kind of the the patriarchy is of, of, of the family line as far as who's in charge, who's not. You kind of see a little bit of that. But they don't really tell you anything except they just watched why all these battles went on. I mean, that's pretty much mm. you now know that they were just like, because one of the clips or one of the quotes is, I wonder who's going to lead the Avengers now that Steve and Tony are gone. Right. So, I, I mean, that's like, so you guys, you guys really know what's going on and you have done nothing. Like, that's a big question that's got to be answered. And they really told you nothing. So, um, and Thanos, well, I guess young they Thanos tell you comes nothing. from here. They told you when the timeline. Right. Oh, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. I didn't, yes. see, I didn't even think about that because they tell you nothing in the trailer. They leave you just blank. Like, what? Oh. <laughs> that's it. 
So that, yeah, see, I haven't watched yet, but I, I did see like online a lot of people trashing and saying that we, you know, we didn't really learn much and wish I saw more. So when is that coming out? Though that's not coming out for like another year, though. Anyway, right? Yeah, I don't. I think that comes out in November. I want to say I think it comes out at the end of the year, end of twenty one. Oh, oh, so they're going to try and get it out this year? Okay, that's cool. That's cool. See, I, that's another thing, Scott. Yeah, I'm always losing track of twenty one. Okay. I'm, I don't know what the laws are, the rules are right now or anything for lockdown. I'm always getting so confused. So where are you located? So I, I'm in Virginia on the East coast and, you know, our theaters are pretty much open back up. So, um, you know, when the next big movie comes out, probably quiet place too, probably the next one I go see it. Cause I'm gonna try to go get back into the theaters and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, I'm over here on the East coast where things have kind of opened up a little bit more. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, we're still, it's still hurting here. But, well, we're hoping to get back. I'm too close to Toronto. I'm in Kingston, Kingston, Ontario. But we're, uh, oh, I, okay. I can, I, I got to get down to my comic book stores because I miss, I, what I do for therapy is I go to the dollar bins at the downtown store and I just go through the dollar bins for hours. You find gems in there. You find gems in there. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, strange stuff too. Like I found like a married with children, number one comic book. Um, I found some old wrestling comic books in there. I didn't find any ultimate War, warrior ones, but I found some old wrestling ones in there. They were kind of really cartoony and stuff, but I always find great stuff when, when I'm bargain shop, but I, I can't do that right now because of the shutdown and everything. But so we also talk about wrestling on here. So are you an old school uh, wrestling fan or new school? How about now? Uh, I'm more of a new school. I'm, I'm in the last 20, 20 years or so. Oh, okay. Okay. And Brent, yeah, we heard you there. I, Holy I, I consider that, I consider shit. That you can hear me back school. again. I don't, I don't consider that old school. Oh, yeah, I can hear you. There you go. You're back. You're back. Listen, I love my friends at Blue Microphones, but something is going on with me and this thing. So anyways, I apologize, friends, for all that, but it's okay. You don't need to hear me speak. You got much well, we, more, we controlled much everything. more we, qualified people on this thing to talk about DC <laughs> and Marvel than me, other than the fact that you know that I love DC and that's the way it's going. So. I'd say we get you caught up, but you got to have to watch the show now. I'll watch the show. I'll see what you guys talked about. Very nice. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, Scott, thanks for, thanks for helping me out there, bud, and co-host. And that was good, man. Thank you. Scott, why don't you tell us uh, hey, what's no going problem. on with you? Why don't you tell us what's going on with you, buddy? This is your this is your pod, Take a Knee from Marvel. Uh, what's Take a Knee? Like, explain the title, and and I, I love the the logo and everything, but explain what the pod's all about and the network you're on and everything. Uh, so, you know, the, the whole take and eat thing is all about giving respect to Marvel versus DC because it is a never ending battle. And as long as Marvel keeps putting out great comics, DC has got to keep up in the game as well. So it's just a, that's a take a knee, take a moment of respect for the never ending battle of Marvel versus DC. And our podcast is just pretty much, you know, two blurs, two black nerds uh, coming at it from different perspectives, giving our opinions on things and, you know, just really trying to have conversations and make people think and and let people know that there's other ways, other characters that could be talked about. Because if you didn't hear a character on our show, you might hear a character on a show that we mentioned um, or something like that. And it's all about the knowledge that we try to uh, to bring and, and even from our listeners who correct us because sometimes we get things wrong. So uh, we're all about conversation. And uh, this is uh, like platforms like this where you get to interact with different people um, who all have different perspectives and different opinion on things. It, it's cool to get different views and to be able to just chop it up with different people. So uh, this is what we this is what we do. You know, we, we love the interaction and the camaraderie. So this is all a part of it. And again, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. This is great. 
Oh man. We appreciate you coming on tonight and making the time and co-hosting with Chris as my mic decided to shit the bed tonight. But, uh, anyways, that's regular Scott. (laughs) Thanks for coming on, but we'll have to have you back on after season three of Titans. We can talk about that, huh, dude? Oh man. Hey, you just let me know when I will be ready. Just like Nightwing is, except I'm not taking the L not taking that L. He can't right on. Come back anytime. We got wrestling talk ahead. We got a whole bunch of different stuff coming, dude. So you're welcome back anytime. Uh, one last look at the uh, pod there. Uh, sorry, there we go. And there you are. So have a look. There it is. Check out that's Take a Knee from Marvel versus DC. Uh, that is regular Scott, our guest this week on, Cheers, the, on the Escalator Podcast. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Fun, fun stuff. Uh, except for my complete and utter meltdown of shit that just happened yeah. to me here so yeah it just was the way i went but you know Hello. as it as it goes i don't know what was going on with the mic i could hear you guys i couldn't yeah sometimes the internet foils us That's but okay. uh, we just, i see, I see we're talking about the titans show there man and we both really really love the titans show so that worked out well so we could just go on about that because we both really dug it and uh, he knows this he knows his stuff man he knows his stuff well, that's why we bring in the big guests. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we bring in the yeah. guys that can go toe to toe with you and have some fun and have some chat because I'm just here. Uh, usually, I don't know. I'm just here. So that's I'm, okay. I'm here. You're doing good. I'm here. The Leaf game, man. The Leafs are Leafs are winning three to nothing right now. Huh? Hold on, Chris. You can't talk about that until we do this. Oh, whoops! I forgot our awesome graphic that my wife. Did. There you go. That's great. That's like nice. That. Isn't that sweet? Nice. Uh, so nice. give us an update on Toronto Maple Leafs, Le Habitant. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, it looks like the Leafs are going to go up three games to one. They're winning three, nothing with uh, 11 minutes left in the third period. Montreal's on a power play, but it doesn't seem to matter because the Leafs are dominating. Yeah. Even though Montreal's out shooting them, but from what I've been watching, man, it doesn't, hasn't really been that close of a game. Really. I thought Toronto's really been taking it to them and they're without some players too. So like they're obviously missing Johnny T, um, which was horrible. That was just oh my crappy. God. The worst. And it's, you see, like, <clears throat> here's what I don't get about it. Sorry. <clears throat> Cat hair. <laughs> well, here's what I don't get about, about hockey fans. Go to Sportsnet uh, and find any Leaf article or Montreal article and go to the people talking underneath it. Wow. If, if 80% of them are not like 13 and under, I'm really shocked because you guys are nuts, man. Like people say that us, uh, you know, comic book nerds are like really immature and whatever. I had one guy <laughs> telling me it's funny. I, I one guy put on my my uh, TikTok. Yeah, you probably live with your mom too in your basement. Your mom's basement. It's like it's like I don't and I own a comic company in music school. You know, I, I was gonna put a picture of myself in front of my house, but. They don't his- understand, Chris, that living at home in the basement, in your mom's basement, has benefits. Even though I don't do it, you get the food, you get the, you know, you got the whole thing. They can, yeah. they can piss off. But I went to no, but I went to his. Uh, it's funny because I went to his TikTok, and I, it looked like he was actually living in his mom's basement. But, yeah, uh, well, I mean, geez, if Twitter's taught us anything or anything, it's a just a the bot. It's just awful, awful. That's funny. awful but anyway, but. so these Montreal fans, right? Like, um, and some of them are doing like did some John Tavares TikTok like videos with ba- baby bottles in his mouth and showing him, you know, getting wiped out over and over again, and uh, that, that's not really very cool to me. I don't think that's that's great. But just the arguments, what they argue about. Um, some of the Habs and Leaf fans is, is, is crazy. Cause I, I, uh, I, I don't remember 
hearing my students argue about that back when I had tons of them when they were really, really little. Uh, it's craziness. Uh, really turns me off. It's from never going to end. Hockey. No, yeah, I know, but it's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's odd, huh? It's, it's just weird because that's, they all, everyone speaks the same. You ever asked a hockey player what his favorite band is? Unless it's like Cam Jansen or someone that actually can speak words, most of them are like, "Well, it's whatever's in the dressing room, man." Oh yeah, yeah. what's in the dressing room? Oh yeah, they got them hip. Uh, we like that uh, Sam Roberts. Uh, uh, I really like the, I like some good ACDC. Yeah, like mm-hmm. what, what song? What songs from ACDC? Oh man, that shook me all night long. Song. I'm like, right. <laughs> Probably and, like uh, Thunderstruck. What's that Thunderstruck song? Yeah, I like that one too. It's like personality school. Let's go there first. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, that's nerds on ice. Three nothing. Uh, yeah. We still like hockey, so everyone can piss off. Oh, we, uh, if you want to make fun of us, go ahead. But we still love all the hockey. Well, all right, the news. If you go to the you go to the chat, things man, that's just messed up. Yeah, so news, news of the week. You got this. You yeah, got well, some news. Well, I got news. My comic books here. You can buy it on Etsy right now. Go to Etsy. Go to Etsy. Put in Machete Comics. You can buy my comic book. You can that one right now. Look at that. That's yeah, the first for that's, sale. That's that's for sale right there. There's only 100 copies available. And we're going to only do 100 copies of the first, second, and third issue. When we hit issue four, we're going to jack it up to, I don't know, maybe 500. I'm not sure. And then uh, it's it's uh, going to have more prints as we go along. I may go back and do a second printing. I Not not right now, though. So this is 100 copies, man. So this is great. And it's the first comic from my company. It's going to go far. I'm going to try and sell it to a, a maybe Image Comics or another company once I get past uh, 12 issues. Or a TV show, I'm going to try and sell it anyway. So this comic will be worth something. You go to Etsy, put in Machete Comics. You can buy our comic. I only have 10 up there right now. We'll see how, how quickly those ones go. But I've just sold a bunch from my house here as well. They're going to go quick. I'm excited. Selling them out of the, and sell them out of the garage. I could. It's funny because I, I went to the cannabis store today where my daughter works. And uh, one of the guys there I know, he bought two comic books off me. It's like Amazing. Right on, man. Right well, on. Fast. Thing, it's like putting records out. It's like putting albums out and people come and buy them. It's awesome. It is. It's great. And there's a big ad for kids on the escalator in the back. But the quality of the comic book is sensational, man. Like I'm I'm super stoked and proud of issue. One is available now. And I've been contracted to uh, be the artist for the novel Crucible, Bowl. The Crucible, Bowl, which is it's it's Harry Potter-ish. If I was gonna compare it to anything. Um, and it's already it's a novel that's uh, already established. It's already established to have more coming. And yeah. I'm doing the first graphic novel for it. It's official. I'm doing it. I'm stoked. I got the script around here. I was going to have the script and I was going to give more info, but I forgot the script. It's upstairs. But anyway, I got it. So, so Machete Comics is doing uh, the graphics for the uh, Crucible uh, graphic novel, bringing the novel to life. And uh, issue number one of Skeletron is available. And we're going to start uh, getting issue two ready. As soon as we turn these ones over, we'll get issue two out there. Another hundred copies. And as I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned it yet, but you can buy it on Etsy right now. You can. Right you did now. mention that. You did mention that. It's five bucks plus shipping. This. So you're probably looking at seven bucks. Seven and, bones, uh, people. Seven yeah. bones. So, but check this out, dude. One thing I used to love about getting Kiss albums when I was younger is you'd get like the love gun in there, the cardboard love gun, some stickers, maybe yeah. a little graphic or a postcard. Well, make sure you check inside your comic, folks, because I'm going to put some cool little goodies in there as well, because you got it. You got to get rewarded, especially issue one of, uh, you know, a comic company. When is this is like this is like action comics, number one or like, you know, wrap that uh, shit up, Com- put it away. What it is. Save it. So news in my world is, is that I'm really busy with the, the comic companies really taking off. Um, yeah, I'm teaching very, very little, um, pretty much all about the comic company. So yeah, it's been a year since I started the comic Crazy. company and now it looks like it's, it's, it took me a year to get it off the ground. Mm. 
<laughs> well, congrats, brother, because that's uh, thanks, dude. That's like you remember what it was like when we made our first out, like the first recordings, and and we had Mike Bryant on before, and when Machete did their first like album, and we were or the first like demos that we did, and it was such a fun mm-hmm. like, um, oh man, and just everyone would listen to it, or we let everyone listen to it, and then we saved up a little bit more money, and then we went in and recorded an actual CD. So there's nothing better than that feeling of something that you've been working on, something you've dreamt about, you put it out to the world. Uh, you know, we get it now. We get to machete kids that come out of nowhere and kind of go, Oh, that I love this record. I love that record. We touched on it a couple of weeks ago with the um, machete, you know, 25 year thing, but uh, you know, it still impacts people. It still does the, it does everything. And that was, you know, 1996. So your comic now comes out, um, who knows who's who, who you know who's going to be part of that first issue? Who's going to be part of that first? Everything is a historic kind of moment of a first. Of, there's no, there's not too many firsts, right? Like you're no, going to put out exactly, another yeah. one. You'll put out another one and then another one, but there's only one one. So there is, and and the other cool yeah. thing is today it looks like for the foreseeable like <laughs> like I don't know for a long long time now I'm, I'm pretty much I'm going to be drawn, so it's good. That's the way. Go. Still and that's all. That's what you wanted to do, man. Yeah, I'll still teach a little bit here and there. So don't worry, kids and adults who want to learn some stuff. I'm still going to teach it. But yeah. So we're running we're running a little light tonight. Uh, Obviously, I ran into some techs or whatever, but um, we're going to be bumping up against the uh, playoff pricks on the Blundell Network. So um, they're they're going to be going live here if they're not already in the next five minutes. Um, So I hope there's no Montreal Canadiens fans on there because they're going to be crying. That's right. So we're going to keep this to an hour tonight. So a couple things uh, that we have to do. So this was fun talking about Adventures of Captain Marvel being the first movie Mm -hmm. that came out. Captain America, the first movie that came out. Uh, Obviously, we we covered off our uh, Marvel well you covered off marvel and dc as i shit the yeah, bed and well, fell out of it and i went back but, over uh, everything how who's winning yeah. in the battles and stuff there it's all good uh if you can find this pick it up uh if you got a couple million <laughs> if you find this and you got a couple million pick it up uh if you can find this and you got a couple million pick it up go for it uh and Dollar do all man. that uh huge huge thanks uh to our guest this week the regular scott from regular Take scott taking knee for marvel uh versus scott, dc nice to meet you buddy yeah, awesome. Always great to have uh, new people, new 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 faces into the mix and bring them in yeah. to sort of pick their brain about some stuff. Uh, before we get out of here, we've got a couple things we got to do. So we got to thank our friends uh, at Blue Microphone. There they Sorry. are. Sorry, let me go here. Uh, thank our friends at Blue Microphones. There they are, right there. Uh, that for ninety eight percent of the time worked, but today didn't didn't work for me. Uh, they sponsor. All of us, they sponsor all the things that we do and all the things that I do and all the things that you do. So uh, we got to thank them for that. Uh, We're going to run a little promo for them right now. magic the magic i tell you thanks Lonnie, that was for putting awesome. that together that was awesome yeah, i was gonna say who made that lonnie that was very great. cool and i can tell you that our friends at blue microphone joel at blue microphone is very happy with that so thank you joel for that um uh for uh, all the support sending us this stuff uh, unfortunately my mix device stopped working today so i want a different headphones fine you're fine uh next week all kiss all Whoa. kiss all kiss all the time Kiss. We are talking Kiss next week. Um, 
man, that show could be three hours, but we're going to talk kiss next Tuesday. We're going to get some people involved in that. Uh, yes. Kiss fans. That, kiss uh, Army. We all, we all know kiss army everywhere. So uh, be sure to tune in next Tuesday with that uh, on the Dean Bundell network and everyone. Um, it is uh, looking like the Leafs are going to wrap this up. I like it. So make sure you stick around on the Dean Blundell Network and check out Playoff Pricks. It's coming up uh, right now if it's not already live. Yeah. Uh, where that, they're breaking Habs down. Fans, sorry about your luck. You're coming on the show, aren't you? Aren't you going on the show? What show? On play, playoff Pricks. I'm going to have dinner now. No, I'm not talking about tonight. Don't they? Don't they want you to come on the show? They want you to come on the well, show. Yeah, yeah at some point I will. Yep, definitely. And, yeah. and uh, definitely. I think I'm, I gotta do it on Wednesday. I think, but I'm gonna go crash it right now. I'm gonna nerds on ice it and crash it. Um, do it. Go eat some food, my man. Uh, that I'm going is to. it's on the escalator for a Tuesday night. Thank you everybody for tuning in to this quick one tonight. Just 56 minutes, and okay. uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all next week for Kiss Day. Uh, we're gonna bring them all out and talk a lot of Kiss. Stoked. Uh, yeah, that's it for good, tonight. Thanks, friends. Good good times. Rad dudes. <laughs> Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.